Welcome to Nourishing the Feminine Soul with Pamela Wasabi. Take a deep breath and open up to the possibilities of what your life has to offer. Pamela and her guests will show you how you can take charge of your life by embracing the values of the wild woman. Exhale. Learn to trust yourself again. Embrace your infinite power of intuition and love yourself crazy. Now, here's your host, Pamela Wasabi. The remaining fear is as ironic as wanting to keep your eyes closed in the dark because you can't see anything. But if you open your eyes, you will become acquainted with the darkness. Blackness will become your friend, a known territory, a place where the only ones that survive are those who stare fear in the eyes. That is a poem from the book, Woman of the Moon, page 75. Love is to wake up. Good morning, beautiful Miami and the world. It's gloomy and stormy over here, but I still love it. I am your host, Pamela Wasabi, and this is your show, Nourishing the Feminine Soul. This show is an invitation to understand relationships with self, with others, with food, with our environment from the archetype of the wild woman. I will offer you solutions you can apply to live a more radiant and beautiful life by unveiling the power of your divine feminine. And this is an energy that is available to us all because it's our intuition, it's our given power, it's that a true essence that resides within. So I don't care what gender you identify yourself with, there is a wild woman within you. You can join us every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time or 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com health and wellness channel. You can also listen to the recording of the show, whatever podcasts are heard. My favorite, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so on. And please, please share the show, comment below, tell your friends, give us some uh, good um, cybernetic hugs. <laughs> Um, you can connect with me through my social media channels, Facebook, Instagram at Pamela Wasabi. And for all things bakery, yes, I have a bakery also, Pamela Wasabi Bakery on the same media channels. Um, if you like the show, if you have comments, if you have questions, you can connect directly through with us. You can call the phone number for the radio show, or you can just send me DM messages and have an open conversation with us. Um, speaking about the bakery or just bringing the bakery back into our conversation, I am very excited to share with you that this is my fourth year with the bakery. Uh, it's, uh, it's been quite a journey. I am in love with the journey. I have learned so much about myself, about business, about abundance, about just making things happen. And so to celebrate this happening, I'm, I'm hosting a special promotion. You can take 30% off of your next purchase. Uh, let me remind you, we are 100% vegan and gluten-free, and you can use the code BIRTHDAY20, that's 20 as the number, and uh, yes, we can ship nationwide. All right, my friends, moving on to today's show, we are going to be speaking about how to reconnect with our voice, how to find that voice, how to really speak for ourselves, how to choose us over everything else. And I have my guest, Isabel Lowe, that is going to join us today for that conversation. But before jumping into that very uh, deep, beautiful, sensual, uh, catalyst, almost conversation, we're going to speak with Jessica 
uh, Pfeiffer, if I pronounced your last name correctly, <laughs> from Real Connections of South Florida. She's going to tell us a little bit about her business, uh, the opportunities that she offers, and how we can connect with her. So, Jessica, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on this morning. It's such a pleasure to be able to speak with you and to take our business into a different platform, right? Because you and I met a couple of years ago when you had a juice bar. And now you have transformed into opening a platform for other health enthusiasts to join and, and share. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. That's how we were connected, which is why we're called Real Connections, because it's all about connecting, kind of like mm -hmm. you said, to ourselves, to others, to food and nutrition. And when we met and I had the juice bar, you actually were one of our workshops that we had at the store. Um, and once we decided to close, it kind of is what catapulted me to this idea of creating more workshops, more events, so the community can learn from amazing people such as yourself. About their stories, and um, I call it tips, tools, and techniques. Right? Mm -hmm. How to like live our best lives. So once we launched last year, we were creating in-person events, and due to circumstances, in March we pivoted to an online platform. So we continue to offer the community, but now not just in South Florida nationwide and actually all over the country or other countries rather. Um, and it's just a beautiful way for us to connect to nutritionists, um, trainers, yoga teachers, artists, musicians, chefs, And basically, this platform just allows us to, you know, meet new people and be reminded that we have choices and everything yes. we choose to put in our body, on our body, the people we get to hang out with, we choose to have their energy around us. This community is an opportunity to do that. I think one of the most interesting terms that you bring out is the ability to choose. Right. I think that distincts one person from the other from feeling like a victim or feeling like an empowered being and to be able to provide choices to other people and to empower them to make. Make their own choices is one of them. So I commend you for that and for having this platform where people can actually start thinking for themselves, because I think we're lacking a little bit of uh, that uh, ability to think outside the box, correct? And when it comes to health and healing, uh, isn't that one of the main points of conversation, how to heal ourselves through alternative methods when sometimes uh, what the doctor is prescribing doesn't really resonate with us, right? Totally agree. And I think that was a big part of it for me as well. Like as a yoga teacher and practitioner and someone who believes in plant food, I also look at it as like a holistic approach. So just because that works for me and it's a great tool. So some of the classes we've had this month were on journaling. Um, we've done tapping before this upcoming month. We have acupuncture and qigong. So I look at it similar to what you mentioned, but that holistic integrative approach, as opposed to a lot of the, you know, Western medicine and Eastern medicine and this kind of a variety coming together and saying what about a little bit of each choosing what works for you trying it out exactly. and then kind of moving from there yes integrative uh, integrating all aspects of life right because health is not only what you put on your plate and how you eat but it's how you perceive life and the different actions and uh, uh, hobbies or activities that you choose to embrace so 
yoga, acupuncture, all that sounds amazing, but it's not only doing it, it's really understanding and inviting those different uh, modalities into our life from a place of curiosity, right? Um, so, Jessica, why don't you tell us how your, your platform uh, works? Is this a subscription system, a base system? Uh, how can we get involved with your community? Sure. So um, it is a membership. It's month to month. There's no contract. It's one of those things that I believe it organically started and I want it to keep flowing that way without like rules and restrictions. Um, so it's by month, $50 for all 12 classes, which is basically $4 a class. And I'm, I like that you brought that up too about curiosity. A lot of people are intimidated to just go to an acupuncturist or a yoga teacher um, or a studio. So this is an opportunity that you're online via Zoom, turn off your camera for $4 essentially, try it out, see if it resonates. And then of course you can get more. Um, so the membership is $50, includes all 12 classes. They're all recorded. That's a big part of the choice and, you know, in our busy lives and a mom as you are. Um, if you miss the class, you can watch it later. So I kind of wanted, again, that ability to be flexible and not necessarily say you have to be there um, at this time in this moment. And then we have the, also the option of a drop-in. So if you look at the schedule and, again, life busy and maybe some things resonate with you and other subjects and topics don't, then you can choose whichever classes you want. And each class is $15 for the drop-in. And this is for everyone, correct? Uh, this is, doesn't matter how old you are or what is your experience in the field. Uh, how can we, uh, um, or do we choose the classes? Why don't you tell me a little bit about the whole process of signing in and how to choose the classes that maybe, uh, you know, might open something up for us? Okay, so um, I use this ticket platform called Universe, which I really appreciate. It's connected to Conscious City Guide which if you guys have never seen it, it basically has all of the events that we would love, love. Me too, me too. I feel like LA and Cali, where Ms. Isabella is from, is a lot more in touch with it here in South Florida. I always feel like we get it a little bit later. But um, but yeah, I use their platform and I love it. And what's great about it is that when you go to the link, which I'm sure we'll add in at some point, when you click $15, it gives you a drop down and you can choose. So it'll say October 20th, uh, tonight, 21st at 7 p.m., gut health with Dr. Singh. And then you can choose that option. And then, of course, I always say the full membership is beautiful because it's not just one. It's whichever one you want. You don't have to sign up for it. You get all of the Zoom links. And if you're available, you're like, oh, that sounds like a great class. I always suggest you put in your calendar so that way you get an alert. Um, and each class is definitely for everyone. We have ranged from college kids to retirees. We've got members from Iowa, Georgia, California. We have teachers in London. Um, and this upcoming month, we'll have a teacher that's in Ibiza doing a really beautiful flow yoga, a, a gentleman, which I'm excited to have some masculine energy, although the feminine energy is beautiful. It's nice to have the yin and yang. The balance, yes. And then can we get like one-on-ones with these teachers? Can we get to know them in depth? Yes, for sure. So what I do is before each class, a couple of days before, I do IG live interviews with them so you can learn more about them. And then within the email, when you get the recording, I give you all their information. And most of them actually offer, um, a lot of them are coaches as well. They offer a 30 minute or a one hour free consultation. And whether it's hypnotherapy, which is another module we had, mindfulness-based coach, but yes, they're all available for one-on-one -on -one work. 
Amazing, amazing. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but you are just kind of like uh, demolishing the frontiers and the barriers and bringing the community into one beautiful platform where we can all be in the same room, doesn't matter where we actually physically are located. So it's amazing to feel that connection. Um, so yeah, so being limitless is I think kind of like the silver lining. I know when I had launched this and this was supposed to be in person, there was that moment of like, wait a moment. And then it's that pivot to being adaptable, right? And seeing that, okay, maybe now this small community could be larger, including that my sister Jacqueline, who's in San Diego, she teaches every month for us an embodiment yoga therapy. And being that I'm in Florida, I would never have been able to have that opportunity, not only to have her part of my business, but to take her classes. So that's really the, the beauty behind it all. Well, Jesse, I want to thank you for being with us uh, in this show. Can you tell us how we can find you online or how can we get to your platform? Sure. So our website is um, Real Connection Sofla, so S-O-F-L-A at the end, dot com. Um, we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook at Real Connection Sofla as well. I would love to hear from you. I'm always open to new topics, themes, and I'm always open to new teachers. So it's a nice mix of elevating the teachers and then providing all these great resources for the community. Yeah, we have talked about doing um, a book club when my book is out, yes. which is very soon. Very so I look forward to that. The Wild Woman book coming very soon. Can't wait for that. Thank you, Thank you Jess. Big kiss. Take care. Sure. I'll see you soon. Yeah. All right, my friends. That was Jessica Pfeiffer from uh, Real Connections of South Florida. And now we are turning to our uh, guest from today's show, Isabel Loeb. We are speaking today about how to reclaim our voice. And I am someone that has so much to uh, say or share with you about today's subject because I am the living proof that illness, sickness, difficulties, dark places are really the catalyst for transformation. Uh, this issue of the voice uh, rings very personal to me because I lost my voice at a, cer at a certain point and how I reclaim my voice. And this is due to being in a relationship that did not serve me. Uh, this is one of the most important relationships in my life who or which I don't look back as saying, oh, my God, this, you know, I wish this never happened. I and I thought to myself that I had no other choice but to be in this relationship and blame myself for not trying harder and making of the relationship something better. So I was in a place of uh, feeling like a victim because I didn't have choices. I thought that it was my fault entirely that the relationship was not being successful. Uh, and so I took that on as a, a burden where I was burying myself every single day by not speaking up, by not expressing myself and saying, I am not happy, I want out. Uh, that took me to, uh, you know, lose a lot of weight and uh, feel really invisible, feel really powerless and limited. Uh, but suddenly, you know, uh, the tide change, as I, I like to call it. And I broke free from that relationship. Um, it was not really my choice, but the circumstances took me to leave that relationship. And to be honest, that felt like a tiger uh, running amok from fire or just like being in the jungle for <laughs> and not being there for a very long time. I was wild running like crazy through my life, trying to catch up with all the time that I had lost in that previous relationship. 
I uh, remember back then I was a chef, which is a very demanding job. You know, sometimes you stand up, you stay in your feet for about eight to 12 to even 12 hours. And my energy was in such a high state that I will wake up to see the sunrise. Uh, you know, I will go there to see the sunrise in my skateboard, come back, take my bicycle, uh, bike myself to my job, jump in the ocean, swim for a mile, then go back to uh, being a chef, stay there for about 18 hours in this adrenaline-driven uh, job, go back to my house, uh, stay up, read, write, sing, dance. I mean, I was just living, you know, as much as I could. I thought I had lost time and I was trying to make up for it. But what happens is that this is also um, a reflection of living out of your reptilian brain. Uh, this is living out of your survival mechanism. And what happens when you're living out of your survival mechanism is that you can react in three different ways. The first one is you freeze, which was which is was which is what was happening to me back then in my relationship. I was frozen, I was invisible, I was numb. Uh, number two is running wild and running amok, like something is going to eat you. That was my, my perspective back then. That was the energy that I was kind of like embracing. I just didn't want to sit down and deal, and, and deal with anything. And the last uh, survival uh, reaction is to stay and fight, right? So... Uh, back then, um, with this rush of adrenaline and energy in me, I remember I came back from my job one Sunday. I sat down in my mom's chair and I couldn't get myself back up. My arms were not strong enough to lift my body from the chair. I felt like I had a brick or I had a bag of full of bricks and rocks so heavy that I couldn't deal with my body. And suddenly the next week I will go and put on my jeans to go to my job and I couldn't close them. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm bloated. Maybe I have my period. I was making all sorts of, of excuses. And I had noticed that my energy had go down a little bit, but I really didn't or didn't want to face, didn't want to stare at myself and say something's going on with you. Turns out I had uh, welcomed back in a way subconsciously uh, my thyroid issue. I've been dealing with a thyroid issue for about since I've been 19 years old. So uh, my thyroid came back and in this, this time it came back in the mode or in the way of Hashimoto's disease, which is a chronic illness uh, of the thyroid. And what Hashimoto does is that it puts your body in hibernation. So look how amazing the body's wisdom is. It was telling me that I needed to slow down. It was forcing me to slow down. It was pushing me to sit down, look at myself in the mirror, and ask myself some very fucking deep and real questions. Why didn't you leave? Uh, what happened? Where were you? Where are you? What do you want? What... Like I needed to confront my reality in such a way so I could learn from it and become the person that I really wanted to be because we cannot just, you know, put a very tumultuous relationship under the rug and pretend that nothing happened. And that was my attitude back then. So when the Hashimoto's came into my life, talking about the thyroid, uh, the thyroid, it's a gland or a, it's a gland, yes, that sits on your throat, right? And I call it a feminine organ because uh, this organ was pushing me, was forcing me to connect with my emotional side and to reclaim my voice. So I went from being someone that didn't speak 
to someone that was running away from everything, to someone that had to face herself and fight with herself to reclaim her voice back again. This is what pushed me to go deep into study psychology of eating. This is what pushed me to really connect with my divine feminine energy, to understand that we have to slow down, which is one of the main attributes of the wild woman or of divine feminine energy, is to slow down, to be adaptable, to be kind to yourself, to love yourself unconditionally. And so uh, this is my journey about reclaiming my voice back again and to realize that when we face, when you face yourself, when you face your difficulties, you actually empower yourself to, to be able to do anything, to create everything that you ever wanted. Because there's nothing, nothing happens to you that is bad or nothing happens to you that is good, but it's according to what you do with things that happen in your life that you become an empowered person or a victim. So that's my story about my voice. After that, it has been an amazing ride where I have been uh, committed to listening to myself, to listening to my body, to hear, to hear my voice, my symptoms, to see my symptoms, to see my body, to, to see everything as an opportunity to welcome in a new aspect of myself that maybe I haven't yet met. Uh, I'm, I mean, I tell you, life is one of the most beautiful journeys there is and it's the only one we have and we definitely have to honor this this life um uh, so for today's um episode is isabel love is joining me she went through a similar um relationship with her body and, and food and i want to bring her in because i want you to understand that everything that happens in your life can be a catalyst for transformation and this transformation is what frees your soul from the conditioned mentalities and concepts and convictions that we have ingested uh, unconsciously because of our society, because of our family environment, because of our culture, because of the books we read or the TV we watch. So, all right. So after the break, I am going to bring Isabel Lopez going to tell us all about this transformation and how when we decide to embrace who we are, when we decide to face this, uh, this darkness, we, we give way to an amazing opportunity to be of service, to uh, inspire others to do the same, and to embrace that wild woman voice that we have been given uh, just by being alive in this world. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nourishment and baked goods in the same sentence? It's possible. You'll want to visit PamelaWasabi.com. Pamela Wasabi Bakery specializes in creating delicious desserts made with organic, wholesome, and exotic ingredients. Enjoy cookies, brownies, birthday cakes, and even silky cheesecakes. And the best part? Everything is vegan and gluten-free. Shop at PamelaWasabi.com. Bite into our heavenly lavender cookie with roasted pistachio. Sink your fork into a slice of passion fruit cheesecake or a piece of our decadent vanilla almond cake with rose frosting. Oh, and you must try our customer favorite, a celestial chocolate chip cookie with charcoal salt. Everything we have is delicious. We ship nationwide. And right now, you can use the code VEGAN to receive free shipping. Place your order today at PamelaWasabi.com. And remember to use the code VEGAN for free shipping. Pamela Wasabi Bakery. Eat more beauty. 
Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. To get in touch with the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to radio at PamelaWasabi.com. Now, back to Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Here's Pamela Wasabi. Hi, my friends. Happy to be back. Today we're speaking about how our most troublesome experiences are simply challenges that are here to point out our biggest strengths. So I am here with Isabel Lowe for today's show. Uh, She is a holistic health and life coach who emerges from over a decade in recovery from life-threatening anorexia and bulimia experiences. Those blessings in disguise, how I like to call it, who push her to reclaim her own feral and feminine brilliance. Isabel speaks her own voice and embodies what I call the wild woman. Isabel, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. (laughs) 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 Yes. How is it going? You are in California, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we were laughing earlier because I think it's the first misty day of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, it's it's great to have you. And a little bit of background on how Isabel and I met. We were connected by a very dear friend of us, uh, Joshua Rosenfeld, uh, director and founder of the Integrative Nutrition, uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is a school that has been a life-changing experience for so many of us. And it was that connection that happened immediately. I mean, I think you and I just exchanged a couple of words on Instagram and suddenly we felt the vibe. We felt a wild woman. I mean, like, I was like, when I saw you for the first time, when we had that initial FaceTime conversation, I just could feel your energy and could feel how we are in this same uh, journey of helping others uh, reconnect with this wild woman while you and I are still doing so. 
right? So we are like this uh, peaceful warrior as of the world uh, with a mission, with a purpose, and with a voice. So why don't you tell me a little bit about how did you connect with your wild woman? Oh, my. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, first of all, it's so amazing every time I get to hear more about your story. Um, it, it's just so commendable the way that you, you do share and own your voice. Um, and it, yeah, yeah. It's such a privilege to receive because it, it, it helps, you know, it, it helps me certainly to, um, to open even more. Um, so that's definitely been a big part of it has been, God, the, the leadership of other women and receiving that, um, mm -hmm. the, the teachers in, in life are just so, um, I think sometimes overlooked a little bit. Um, but um, I think that's a little bit of the energy that is starting to wake up. Um, I am a fan of Dr. Christian Northup, and she speaks about what happened in 2012. And, you know, how we, uh, a lot of us or our culture was speaking about the end of the world or the Mayan calendar, that there was a shift or an end of something that was happening. And she explains it uh, as, instead of seeing it, instead of seeing that change or that end as death, it was the birth of this feminine mothership, <laughs> warrior as goddess, powerful wild woman energy that is starting to wake up in so many of us because uh, I think that the world balances, balances itself. You know, we are in a cyclical time of uh, timeline uh, clock and there comes to a point where the woman, the mother, the white woman is going to say, this has been enough. You play enough. Now it's time to stand up, grow up, be an adult, be responsible for yourself and shift this world back to its own axis, right? So uh, the manifestation of this leadership that you are noticing or that you are commenting on, on is this, is us having to go through our own tumultuous, tumultuous experiences and decide and realize that we have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to open up 100%. It's one of the most difficult things to uh, show up naked in the world and say, this is who I am. This is our, my, these are my difficulties and my issues and my vulnerabilities. But I am opening up because I know that you can relate to my story and that you are going through the same exact journey and difficulties that I went. And let me tell you, there is a way out. Yes, yeah, yeah. And actually, I think that that's probably the kernel of what made transformation possible for me versus just hearing information was, oh, this someone has been through it and they have the courage to to share <laughs> from an authentic and vulnerable place <laughs> the truth of, 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 yeah, where they came from, what it was like to, to, to bridge the gap into a different relationship with myself, with themselves, with life. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I think that transformation versus learning information or unlearning information is very important. And nowadays that we have access to so many things through technology, you know, not to burn in technology. I love technology, but we do have access to a lot of information. And what happens is that when you are somebody that is very vulnerable and you are somebody that maybe lacks the tools or uh, the, the shields to protect yourself from what's not and what is, a lot of things can can filter filter through your body, your skin, and your mind, and you start learning things that you, that are really not necessary in your life, right? So there's this overwhelming amount of information that can actually uh, throw you off your path of healing, transformation, connecting with yourself into thinking that you are this machine that has to understand the transaction that one plus one equals two, when in fact one plus one equals infinite. <laughs> Right. It's about really understanding ourselves as this, as this infinite beings where what's happening to ourselves, what's happening to our bodies, what's happening on a physical level has nothing to do with putting a bandaid, taking a pill and restricting our diet to just eating a certain amount of calories. It really has to do with going within so deep inside and saying why I am feeling this way. Why are you? What, what is it that you are trying to teach me? Okay, it's going really deep and understanding that everything that has a scientific label or, or a name, it's a, it's a doorway, it's an invitation to really understand or really to cater to aspects of our emotional self that have been neglected, neglected or forgotten growing up, right? Yeah, yeah, I, and everything you're saying, I hear just also the, 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 divine heroes gamos yin yang uh the integrated and healthy if you will version of both that that feminine magic and flow that is so she cannot be captured it cannot be quantified it's an experience it's the electricity and, and life force <laughs> just the magic of of life the indelible mystery and miracle <laughs> with um, some of these kind of really, like you're saying, warrior-esque aspects of coming into the ownership of our voice and our power and our wholeness of, yeah, initiations can be really gnarly. <laughs> and not something wrong with, with me, with you, with life. It's a part of life. It's a part of... Um, the reclamation of, uh, um, yeah, of connection um, to self, to life, to others. Um, you know, you and I would not be sitting here. We wouldn't have connected in the way that you're describing so readily um, if it weren't for some of the shit that we'd been through. Yeah. Um, the community yeah. like, like the that we, um, you know, came are a part of and from Joshua's school same thing I mean the the light that comes out of God all the stories all the stories um which then yeah enable us to to have this um to have boundaries and to have uh, a fierceness and a certainty yes yes I just want to share that um the weather in Miami has been pretty wild and feisty. 
And then there is this opportunity to appreciate the weather for what it is being in this wild and, you know, uh, yeah, this erratic. Uh, I swim in the bay pretty often. Often I swim every other day. Um, I've been doing this for over five years. And on Monday when I went out, the water was, I mean, I called it feisty. That's like the best way that I could describe. I mean, I, I drank water. It was super murky. I couldn't see my, my hand, uh, you know, in front of me while I was swimming. Um, I mean, there were waves and this is the bay. So you're not supposed to see anything. And, you know, it was, it, it was a quite a challenge. And throughout my whole swim, I had a smile from one ear to the other, right? And I came out and we were all speaking about our experience. Oh my God, it was so tough. It was challenging. It was this, it was that. But those experiences, having that swim makes me appreciate even more the calm swims and also makes me appreciate the fact that I, I swam through that uh, chaos and I was able to uh, hold onto myself and keep swimming and come out of it in a way that I, that I said I, I did it and I enjoyed it instead of seeing it as a as a burden when I say, oh my God, it's so, you know, uh, murky today, making excuses for not doing it. I did it and I came out in a way that now is an experience under my sleeve that is teaching me how to face difficulties and challenges in life from a, from a different perspective, right? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what everything is. I mean, this is an example of, of, of doing an activity, but when it comes to illnesses, when it comes to dealing with a Hashimoto's disease, with, with a thyroid issue, with a gut issue, with a migraine that doesn't go away, uh, with anorexia, with eating disorders, with food issues, there is a there is a teaching, there is a lesson, and um, you know, in in the in the in the foundation of that activity that is calling us wildly. So my next book, the Wild Women book. Uh, which is about to be out at, you know, next month at any point. I'm very excited. I, talk, I speak about food issues and eating disorders, and I dedicated a very special chapter to anorexia and bulimia, okay? And I define anorexia as the amnesia of the divine feminine. I, um, to, my, to, my, to my humble opinion, it's a mental collapse of what femininity symbolizes, love, nourishment, home and that creative power it comes to a point where anorexia becomes our coping mechanism to deal with severe trauma so we turn into these outside uh, sources or what the body can provide best for us to hide underneath it and keep safe and protect ourselves from pain and you know all those emotions that causes us to to not wanting to face the, the light of day at the next day. We, our pain can be so deep that we numb down. We numb down this emotional body to feel nothing at all. So I'd like to point out that a food issue, an eating disorder is a higher calling that it's really inviting us to transform this collective suffering into unconditional and radical love. And I think the underlying teaching of everything that happens to us is that Love yourself unconditionally. Love yourself crazy. Uh, would you like to uh, share with us a little bit of your story going through these um, challenges and uh, blessings in life? Oh, yeah, sure. I, <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
I'll, <laughs> it's a little overwhelming to try. There's just so much richness uh, in everything that you you put forward. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I <sighs> um, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll pick one stream of thought. <laughs> I um, anorexia came into my life. Uh, when first with my little sister and uh, who almost died before she was even a teenager. That's how, how intense uh, an eating disorder can be and what the stakes how high the stakes can be in regards to what we're talking about, the actual root causes and um, in everything that you shared, also, I just heard the power of how impactful we are. Our individual stories are so um, inextricable from the collective web, and we both pick up on so much and then psychosomatically express it. And then in in our journeys of empowerment, we ripple out so much into that web. And so I... Um, my own eating disorder started around the time that I was going into puberty, which I think is probably quite common when the body starts to transform and change. And there is a kind of an initial initiation from the body into um, becoming a woman, into this this really big transition. And... Um, I, so I was anorexic and bulimic and um, it was for me um, definitely, it was kind of the tool that I had to cope with um, what was going on at home and how utterly overwhelmed I was by, um, I was moving internationally every three, four years and there was, um, there is also, <sighs> there was a, a lot of uh, unspoken. So I think here's the thing with a lot of people with eating disorders is that there's such a supreme intelligence. Um, and often a lot of what these people are picking up on, and it was certainly the case for me, um, as far as what's going on in society, what's going on in the family unit, um, their their system is picking up on it because they have this genius in them. But if there is a kind of um, spoken or unspoken message that uh, that's kind of weird or strange or not a thing, then um, you know, I know for myself, I thought I thought, oh, surely there's there's something kind of wrong with, with me. Um, so it was a, yeah, my eating disorder was kind of my, it, it just, it represents, it represented everything that I was, that I was starving for, for connection and for uh, warmth and um, for my own voice and for, um, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There are so many layers, and that's that's where the gift comes in, is that it's 
what it really is actually is just tuning in to what I've done over the years is tune into the compass of that and ask, okay, something's going on here. Something's off. And that's, that's the superpower actually that it is, is I'll notice even today, 10 years out of, of the, the active eating disorder, if I have a, like an emotional eating flare or I have a craving or I have, or I notice a, uh, you know, a flare, like a desire to um, self-harm around food in any way, I know that there's nothing wrong with me. There's, there's an adjustment that I, that I need that's good for me and everyone yeah. else. I, yeah. For example, uh, with my thyroid, uh, I call it or I see it as a little bell. And every time that my life is going off balance, my bell rings. And it's a reminder to go back to alignment, go back to that compass that you're speaking about, go back to trusting myself, slowing down, relaxing, being kind to myself. And I think what you were describing when, you know, when, when the, the disease happens or the sickness or the illness, I mean, I really don't want to, don't like to frame them in that matter. But when these activities happen, uh, they're just pointing out the way to go back to the divine feminine attributes of being nourishing to yourself or being warm to yourself, right? Because that's how you heal. That's how you, you take your own hand and you cross the bridge. Yeah. Yes. Take your own hand. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, honestly, uh, also I found that people with eating disorders are not people with, there's no lack of willpower there. And- um, It has nothing to do with willpower. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It has nothing to do with willpower. It has nothing to do with punishment. There is no masculine way of dealing with the feminine soul. The feminine soul cries for love, speaks love and represents or expresses itself through love. And so the cure is love itself. The cure is love itself. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell me, what was the, the, the moment when you realized that you have to shift your path or that you realized that you were harming your body and there had to be, there had to be a way out? Uh, what make you shift per- perspectives? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I luckily kind of crashed and burned quite fast and quite intensely and quite early um, in that I, um, by the time I got out of high school and I was already, I was just, I was exhausted by life at 17 years old. I was I felt like I had nothing left to give. I was uh, very pressured to be uh, academically really, um, you know, an A, A, A plus, plus, plus student and to get into the best colleges and ha- achieve in um, a way that I had no idea what what it was that 
that would hold for me. I, I had no, it, it, it was a, a kind of an outside agenda coming from, uh, albeit a, a good place, um, as far as my parents actually wanting to equip me for the world and coming from their own trauma, right? We're talking about, we are absolutely talking about trauma and we're talking about generations. Okay, thank you. Um, and so when I um, left for college initially, that was when everything really hit the fan because I, um, I had no tools to deal with life. And I, I, I remember a specific moment of looking at myself in the mirror and seeing my emaciation and that being kind of the only thing that I had left that was uh, quote unquote fulfilling to me. And, and I, I don't know how, but in that moment, especially being mentally, you know, cognitively compromised from being starved, uh, it hit me that that was not okay. And I couldn't, I had to make a change. I wasn't that I couldn't that wasn't a life yeah yeah uh, I call it a drop of curiosity a drop <laughs> of curiosity is as powerful as one drop of blood to a shark five miles away it's waking up that wild woman and embracing that path and saying something's gotta give something has to change Isabel I am so sorry that we're running out of time, but I would love to invite you back on my show so we can have a full-on hour to discuss this very uh, juicy, emotional, deep, and beautiful chapter of our lives uh, because I think there's so much to, to share and, and to inspire it in others. Um, I hope that you can join me and we can have a, a part two of this conversation on the next show. And to close today's chapter, I just want to share with you that a wild woman stands for liberation of the feminine from the oppression that we have been experienced through fear, trauma, and pain. A wild woman in her full splendor is untamable. She's intuitive and she trusts herself. Her body is a temple. She is life and she is love. And by embracing these attributes is how we can finally wake up that curiosity within us to transform our lives. Thank you for tuning us, tuning today with us. Thank you for tuning into Nourishing the Feminine Soul. Be sure to join Pamela Wasabi for another edition of the program next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until our next show... Have a beautiful week.